So, welcome to the end of the year, the <laughs> final, the final podcast of the year. Yes, this is uh, exciting. This is episode seventeen. I'm Andrew. I'm Adam, and uh, it's weird. <laughs> this year flew by. Holy crap! Like I was, I, I feel like it was, it was just yesterday that I was thinking about like building my room in March. You know, like that's when I started building it all, and then you know, it crumbled down this month, and then I moved past it, and I'm already past it, and, and like you know, recovered yeah. from it all within <laughs> nine months. Like, is, 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 is it just me, or does it feel like it's always Christmas? Yeah, kind of like when, slow, we're here again. when you're, yeah, when we come here, it's like, a, it's like, wow, we get to talk about everything we did. I forgot about that. Forgot about that too. Wow. We've had a lot of growth this week or this month or this year. This quarter. Yeah, year. I think, you know, one of the big things I want to do for me and for us on this podcast is, I mean, I don't think we're going to set our 2019 goals until the next one because I want to actually really think about it. But that's something I think you and I should do on this next episode is set 2019 goals for this podcast next year. You know what I mean? So that way, when we look back on the whole entire year, we could be like, let's see what, oh, we, that's what, what we accomplished. Was. Yeah. You know? I love that idea. So this, this part, just starting this feels like an accomplishment, honestly. Uh-huh. It just goes back to what we were saying last week. Like, there's no local podcast. And then we, here we are, 17 episodes deep now and, and starting to get some people watching and getting a little following. And yeah, and for those people that are watching, thank you guys so much because... We're gonna, yeah. we're gonna grow a lot in 2019. We, we already have, we're, we're working, so one of the things we did to end this year strong is to get together and schedule every podcast for like the next month and a half which is something that we haven't really done. We usually get to the week and then we figure out the day. Now we're like, okay, this is getting serious. We're gonna make sure everything's good. We have interviews lined up. We've been reaching out to people. Everything's getting, you know, falling in place. So it's a, that's what's gonna be big. There's yeah. gonna be a lot of interviews coming up. Definitely super, stay tuned for those. Super excited about that. Because I think that's where most of our value comes from is just talking to other people, you know, like, because we have great insight, I feel like, but not everybody just wants to hear about us every week. And yeah. it's great to hear another perspective with our, you know, our little insight thrown in as well. And that's where I get the most enjoyment out of it. Yeah. I, love, I love talking to people and hearing their story. That's, that's my favorite part. And you know what? Is when we find the things that we really enjoy doing, that makes the best content. And, and other people love hearing other people's stories too. Yeah. So that's that's going to be huge. I think I think back to you know I, I was on on the ride here. It's, it's, well, it was a little longer because I stopped at Duncan and yeah. the, the line was huge. So you know instead of taking four minutes to get here, it took me fourteen. You know, right. still not long, but yeah. just on the ride over, I started thinking about you know thinking back to how we initially met and then Colorado and then starting the podcast and then. You know, like we even had a little disagreement that we we got past and everything. And that's, that, yeah, that was like that's part of like pickup. entrepreneurship. Is like yeah. some it's not all going to be peaches and cream. It's not all going to be perfect. You're going to have disagreements, but at the end of the day, like the growth is so unreal. It's unreal. Like wow. it makes this me is, happy. This is the thing is this is just the beginning. Yeah, we're about to embark on something even even larger.
larger yeah. and document the entire, I don't want to go too much in depth, but we'll, we're going to be documenting this entire journey. And it's, it's super exciting. Yeah. It's, and looking back, looking forward, looking at the present, it's all important. I just think it, it, everything comes full circle, right? With what we're about to do. Like I spent a few days during the summer helping you with farm work, you know, and yeah. just thinking about, I can't wait. I can, oh man, I'm so bad at this time. <laughs> we gotta stop talking about it. Yeah. yeah no, it's, exactly. we have some exciting, exciting, exciting stuff and some, it's gonna, you know, help a lot of people. Yeah, and as soon as we go over some more logistics yep. and really have a, a get the paperwork filed and get then, everything in. Then we'll start yeah. sharing. I'm so excited, man. But let's, let's recap. So like in the beginning of, uh, 2018, where were you at? Uh, beginning of 2018, I was kind of actually a little lost-ish. You know, I uh, just started growing on my own because I had a partner the whole time I was, I was growing and then we kind of had a disagreement, fell out. It was better to like just end the business so we don't ruin our friendship. It's one of those type of things. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, I, it was it was hard to like do everything on my own, you know. I had to teach myself stuff, a lot of stuff. And luckily I had, you know, like CGA and, and a bunch of other growers that were willing to share information with me. Um, I, I took the chance, opened up a, a second grow spot, you know, like I was, I was working on the logistics of that in January and you know, learned so much from building that spot because I, I did subfloors, I did framing, I did drywall, I did ducting, and I've never done any of that stuff before in my life. Yeah. I, you know, I've assisted with it and watched other people do it, and you know, I must have clicked somewhere because watching YouTube videos, I was like, no, I know that, I know that, no, no. oh, that part I do, okay, and then I just get to work, uh -huh. I don't watch like anything, I just listen to listen to music or whatever and build and it came out perfect like you know so even though it's a it was a loss like i gained so much more from it because now we could take some of that into our new project and other future projects and you know i'm not done growing i still want to help people set up grow rooms you know so I, I learned so much that i could pass on to other people man like so it, it's funny that I was kind of lost, but not lost because I was doing the thing that would lead into the thing. Yeah, it's almost like <laughs> life, life is a, a series of dominoes. Yes. One, one event leads into the other. You know, sometimes you don't know which direction that's going to go, but it ends up always working out. And as you say, like the knowledge, as long as you're always learning, yep. it's knowledge you can, you can pass down and it can branch off into so many different directions. And that's, that's pretty much what life is, is you learn this one thing and then you take the knowledge that you learn from that and you tie it somewhere else. Yep. And then all, all of a sudden you have these people creating this beautiful art with, uh, let's say they like metallurgy and they like art, combine the two. Yep. Or, I mean, the list goes on and on. You like robots and you also like how the hand moves so you design a robot hand. <laughs> like literally, you tie yep. anything together. We're, we're living in good times right now. Yeah, we're so know. lucky. Um, we need to take advantage of that. You, you said before, you know, like we're heading for some sort of recession or something. 
it is. I do. I, I agree. It's coming. I think it's only a matter of time. I mean, history repeats itself, doesn't it? Yep. And I think part of you know this hemp bill that got passed is because of that. They're probably trying to get ahead of it, trying to be like the number one exporter of hemp and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it's a smart move. Yeah. I mean, I found out that Massachusetts actually passed it back in March. Hmm. So it was, it, was, it was legal in Massachusetts. It's been legal for about nine months or so, whatever that, whatever that is. But now that it's federally oh, yeah. legal, that's like uh, takes the risk and protected peoples. by the, the. So if anybody messes with your stuff, you're insured like a regular uh, farmer, which should be the case. Right. No hemp is a miracle plant. Like, it is CBD. I mean, oh my God, we could go on and on. And actually, I have a great example for CBD. Yeah. So I, I, I mentioned on my podcast that I'm helping somebody who has uh, <clears throat> uterine cancer and she's taking Pico, full extract cannabis oil, and it's really powerful stuff. It's really, really messing her up. So we found something on a toothpick dosing. So you take the toothpick and you dip it in the Pico just like three, four times a day, you do that. Yeah. So you get your body used to it. And she got, she upped her dose, upped her dose, upped her dose until she's up to like four rice size amounts, which the recommended dose for, for Pico is a gram a day to get the full cancer fighting benefits. Okay. Um, for, for those that don't know, uh, Pico is all the fats, lipids, THC, CBD, terpenes, chlorophyll, everything from the plant extracted out. And uh, you, you take it orally. I think you can, I think you can uh, do, um, you do suppositories and stuff like that. You can put it in gel form as well. Yeah, sublingually, you yep. probably do, right? Yep. Yeah, um, so I, I say that to say if, if if you have somebody that's taking it, this this story is going to help them too. That's why I'm, I'm kind of telling it. Um, so it was, it was really messing around. She got up to three or four rice size amounts a day using the toothpick dosing and also pepper. Yeah. Black pepper, the piperin in, in black pepper helps bring down the psychoactive effects of THC. So yeah. you can take it without feeling like you're all messed up. Like th there was points where she said her eyes wouldn't focus and like just really messed up. Obviously it's not going to hurt you, but it's scary. Luckily she's a very yeah, smart it make, woman. Makes, it can make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. The other thing that really helps bring down the psychoactive effects of THC is CBD. Mm -hmm. So I mixed her up a bottle of full spectrum CBD has obviously trace amounts of THC, which has which has benefits because it helps kind of direct with the CBD and the CBDA, CBDG, CBN. There's, I think there was like six cannabinoids in there. Yeah. Full spectrum, you know. Um, I gave that to her. She said that she was able to up her dose immediately. When she starts feeling like it's too much, she takes a dropper full of CBD within 10 minutes, gone. It's gone. amazing. I, was, I watched this video about CBD and how it works in the body. Mm -hmm. and you have these receptors. I mean, you know this. You endocannabinoid these, systems. Yeah, you've got these endocannabinoid receptors, and what happens is is they can either be occupied by THC, and that's where you get the psychoactive effects, or they can be blocked by CBD. Yep. And if they if they get blocked by CBD, then THC can't adhere, yep. making them mute. Or it, it does adhere, but it doesn't like become like the main focus, you know, because THC has its medical benefits. It's, it's not just to get you, you know, stoned or whatever. It has a, a lot of medical benefits as well, but it has to be in trace amounts. And that's why the CBD helps to, it basically blocks your CBD1 receptors yeah. from, and pipe, uh, piper and pepper does the same thing. Yeah. 
essentially. Now, what a, what a nice story because it really shows that even if like there's some resistance, yeah. right? Well, ah, this doesn't really make me feel comfortable, but I know it's good for me. Yeah. So I can I can try this method and then, oh, I feel better. I feel better. She looked and, great wow, too. And I made sure to let her know that, you know, like yeah. when I first saw her and gave her the Pico, she, you know, she, she looked sick. You know, like, I don't hate to say it, she looked sick, but yeah. she, and, and when I saw her the other day, it was like she went on vacation. She was like glowing, you know? And that's something like, again, I say that to say, if you know somebody that's going through cancer and what they're doing is working, let them know. Like, your, your attitude towards things is so much in those situations. And she's like, so much like, I can't wait for my next scans. Like, I, I hope it's shrunk, like, you know? So it, your mindset is everything. Like, if you stay positive and you're, you're eating right, like she's not eating, processed foods or sugars or you know she recognized that those are cancer causing foods yeah and cut them out of her diet and now she's feeling great with that and the fico it's the cbd it's really amazing what like and can you believe that that's been illegal for so long like it makes me sick it's not even that like cbd is great for people who are ill yep but it's also amazing for people who are healthy like this you have an endocannabinoid system people you literally have an endocannabinoid system. Cannabinoids are what is in cannabis. Hello, <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's just as important as the central nervous system. Literally, just as important. And we're not taught about it. And a lot of doctors are not even taught about it. Right. The thing with like why exercise is healthy, why eating good natural foods is healthy, is because it naturally brings down um, anti. It brings down inflammation. Now, what you can do with CBD is CBD has been proven, obviously you know this, but it's been proven to bring down inflammation as well. Yep. So people are using CBD daily mm-hmm. and it's bringing down their inflammation and they're not even changing their diet. That's one thing, changing your diet and exercising. That's, that's absolutely perfect, you should definitely do that. But they're getting the same benefits without it. It's it's really it's really an incredible thing. My fiance is you know ready to have a baby any day now, and she takes CBD daily. I make her take it like you need to stay on top of it. When she doesn't, yeah. she feels you no know, more pains and stuff because it does. It helps with inflammation. It helps with pain. It helps with anxiety. It helps. There's like literally I can't think of anything it doesn't help with. I I can't like. And one of the things I'm working on is creating a CBD that specifically tackles with a with a, 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 a specific blend of cannabinoids and and terpenes i want to create like different formulas to essentially like you know have one that's uh helps with taking pico have one that's you know helps with depression and bipolar have one that helps with anxiety have one that help you know because there are different supplements and and terpenes and everything that you can add to it that can make it you know, the CBD fights it, but then you could kind of like keep fighting it in the direction that you want it to go. Like, you know, adding B12 is, is great for any kind of, you know, depression, bipolar, anxiety, stuff like that. Of course. So yeah. just different combinations like that. I want to be able to come out with like 10 different formulas that are for like major issues that people have and, and put it out there. You know? That's amazing. Working on a lot. <laughs> it's always I, the thing that's is, why everything like when, uh, when all this happened with us, the, the conversation the other day, and like everything that's rolling, I'm just like, oh crap. Sometimes life is kind of like 
two cogs, mm -hmm. right? It just fits in. You just like one thing leads into the other. I'm like, wow, this is like almost like it was meant to happen. Yeah. And it's it's really nice because what what do people say? Like opportunity is like it's it, it happens all the time. Yeah. But it's just preparing yourself to see it. Yeah. And if you prepare yourself to find opportunity, you'll prepare yourself to take that opportunity and turn it into something. Whereas some people say, oh, 2018 was a really shitty year. Yep. I had no opportunities. Uh, it just didn't go well. I can't really say that I did anything. Oh, it's snowing outside. Is and, it? Uh, yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. And at the end of the day, maybe, not, I'm not, I can't speak for everybody, but maybe it's just that they didn't see the opportunities. Or maybe um, it wasn't as bad as you thought it was. Maybe. You know, like, there, I feel like people as a whole just like to, you know, be, be negative about stuff. Like maybe a lot of bad stuff happened in 2018. That's true. But find the two or three good things that happened and focus on that. You can either focus your energy on the, the, the bad stuff that happens or you can focus it on the good stuff that happens. Do you have to recognize the bad stuff? Yeah, you can't, you know, uh, not figure out what's bad, you know, to get past it, but you can't stay focused on that. It's like meditation that you bring up. Think of the thought, move on. Think of the thought, move on to a good thought. Stay on that thought. Think about how much positivity that brings your mind, and then you're able to kind of, right. you know, move to 2019 with a different mindset. I feel like, you know, so many people get caught up in that first week or month of the year and then something bad happens and they just give up the rest of the year right when it shouldn't be that way you know like hard things are what makes your year even better because then you push past it and you're like ah remember that hard thing like that was easy <laughs> yeah compared to the hard thing that i'm dealing with now, <laughs> like every hard challenge that you end up facing it prepares you for the next challenge because there'll never be no challenges and that's boring yeah you don't want to have like a simple easy heaven type of life because then what what is, what is there to look forward to Nothing. i mean i would just be i'd be so bored yeah you know you know like i for instance just making stuff work in life and, and not and trying not to get too down by bad stuff that happens my son was sick this weekend i couldn't even you know pick him up on my friday that i, I could look at him every other weekend and i couldn't even pick him up and i was I was sad, but I just like, you know, stayed on top of it. I texted his mother, hey, how's it feeling? Hey, how's it feeling? Hey, how's it feeling? Finally got to Sunday. She's like, you know, he's feeling a little better. Um, you know, and I was like, can I, can I come pick him up? Like, yeah. So, you know, I, I figured out how to still fit in my work and still take care of my sick kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of like feeling bad for myself or complaining or looking at just a bad, like, oh man, I only get a day with him, damn it. Like, I made the most of it. I still got work done. Still yeah. made him the main focus. And I don't really remember where I was going with that. See, the thing is, you're, you're always positive. And if you're positive, you, you see the good things. Yeah. Whereas if you complain and you're negative all the time, I mean, that's not getting, it's not getting anybody anywhere. By complaining, you're just aggravating the people around you because they don't wanna, they don't wanna listen to complainers because it just brings them down. So just switching it a little bit can just make the world a difference for every, for you, for the people around you. What do you think of Gary always saying the only people that want to listen to you complain are other losers? Yeah, I, I would say he's wrong. 
Really? Yeah, because I don't think they want to hear you complain. They want to complain to you. True. So, I mean. It goes back to being, <laughs> being a good conversationalist. A lot of those exactly. people that like are negative are great conversationalists because they're just, they, they don't want to talk about positive stuff because it makes them uncomfortable. You know, seeing other people doing good because they're in such a negative mind frame can sometimes like trigger them, you know what I mean? Make them upset and just start talking about themselves and not listening to anything you're saying. Or Yeah. I remember being like that. Like I was, I had a very hard life growing up, you know, and I was, I carried that into early adulthood where I was just really negative all the time towards everything, literally. Like every, I was such a cynical, negative person all the time and, you know, moving to other states and having people tell me that because I feel like Massachusetts there's a lot of like negativity here everybody's like go 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 it's easy to like just kind of blend in but when you move to somewhere like Wyoming where it's completely slow and you're still being kind of an asshole yeah you get called out on it you know and it's something I've really learned how to switch my mindset and ever since I learned how to switch my mindset from thinking about everything negatively to switching to like I think about the negative, but then move on and, and force myself to think about the positive, no matter how hard it is. Like I'm, I'm literally like in my mind saying the positive while the negative is like screaming from behind, and I'm just yeah. like, nope. Because like, that's what the mind is. You, you've got a positive side and a negative side, yep. like a battery, and you constantly need to need to mute the uh, mute the bad so that you can really focus on the good. It takes work. I mean, it's really hard. To think back where you, you kind of said that, like, I was, I used to be negative. Like, I can totally relate because I was too. I think it has, has a lot to do with where we are yeah. geographically, right? Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New York, New Jersey. Like, we are really negative. And, I mean, you can go to Wyoming, like you said, or Utah and Colorado. You can see, like, wow, these people are super nice compared to us. I, I didn't think I was mean. Yep. And then people say, like, you're an asshole. And then people from here will say, thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, masshole. People are proud of that. Yeah. And yeah, it's, really. ju it's just something that I guess we can be thankful for the Internet. Yeah. Because the Internet has kind of showed us, like, hey, that, yeah. hey, listen, there's... There's other people on this other side of the world that are actually really nice. You don't have to be negative because this is all that we've ever known. There's like people being negative. So, I mean, that's, I think this is gonna be a thing of the past. I think mass hole, one day you'll look at it and be like, get out of here, dude, like that's an insult. Yeah, I feel like, you know, uh, empathy is really gonna take over everything. Like being kind to people is starting to be more of a a trend it's a great trend you know yeah it's amazing um hopefully it stays that way it seems like people are trying to be kinder to each other and, and have more empathy i do think you know sometimes it's there's a there's a line you know sometimes there's there's too much like you, you get stepped on yeah yeah you can't get you can't be like too overly kind and get walked all over but yeah you have to have empathy for people and stuff happens uh -huh. you know, like, the thing is with empathy is they did some studies on some like chimpanzees mm -hmm. and they found that the strongest of the chimpanzees weren't necessarily the leader. It wasn't really physical because even in those small tribes, the two chimps could gang up together and defeat the strong one. And they found that the leaders were loved by everyone and they, sh the, they showed compassion. Mm -hmm. Like they hugged babies and they held on to babies and stuff like that. And they, 
they really showed empathy towards um, people in their tribe. And that really goes to show you that you don't have to be a Steve Jobs to get respect and be a complete asshole to your employees. Be nice, be empathetic, and that's, that's a true leader. Sometimes I wonder how true that even is, you know, with Steve Jobs, like, maybe he was hard on his people, like, extra hard, but was he, like, always screaming and yelling at them? I don't know. I don't know him either. You know, I, I, I never saw I him more. I think it's one of those things that kind of spread around that might might be a little inflated, probably, because Steve Jobs is, like, so highly revered, and if he was just a complete jerk to everybody all the time, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, not, needless to say, he was a, uh, a brilliant guy. Yeah, brilliant I, mean, just, I think it's easy to say that he did not have much empathy. Mm. I, think, I think everyone can agree on that. Maybe he wasn't a monster. Maybe he was. Yeah, I don't never know. know. Unfortunately, we won't get to work with him. <laughs> yeah, fortunately. Unfortunately, that's it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, what do you think your biggest accomplishment this year has been? Um, or some of your biggest accomplishments. I know you don't like to talk past. about yourself. <laughs> uh, I think moving past like, failing. I mean, yeah. star, I started my own farm. That was a lot of work. Uh, it took pretty much all of the money that I had saved up to put into that. I realized that with hard work, you can see results. I mean, I didn't turn profit. Nowhere close did I, did I turn profit. But the thing is, I work towards it, you know, and that kind of set up for me to do something this upcoming year mm-hmm. that might turn a profit. And I'd say my biggest biggest accomplishment is that, that I learned how to, to grind it out and to try and to not really have a, the feeling of failure bog me down. You just move past, you know, oh, this isn't the end of the world. They're like, ah, oh, that wasn't it. All right, what's next? Next. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Uh, something that I, I realized this year is that I am all over the place. You know, so like I get obsessed with things mm. and I'll, I'll be doing this and that and this and that and then I'll be tired of doing this so I'll move to that. But it's always like five or six things, five or six projects that I'm working on. Mm. And I don't know if it's something that I need to really like sit down and be like, okay, really focus on one. Or if I'm doing the right thing and like, okay, just broaden the horizon a little bit and sometimes work on this, sometimes work on that. Maybe it'll take you uh, a hell of a lot longer to, to make it somewhere. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's, that's what I, I personally need in order to be happy is to dabble. Have a variety of things. Yeah. And I've, no, I've noticed that you've got a lot of things going on too. So I'm wondering now if that's just kind of uh, the entrepreneur style, or if that's like the, um, the the type of style that we live. If more people are like that, do you do you find yourself like if you're you feel like you're an entrepreneur, do you find yourself going down all of these different roads and having these different passions and kind of stepping into this pool and then okay I'm going to do this. I'm yep. going to do this too, now I'm going to do that, okay, I'm going to go back to this. I think it's all about just finding the balance, you know, you have, you have to make some money, you know, if, if, especially if entrepreneurship is your main thing, you have to make money. So yep. you have to figure out, okay, what is going to make me the income to survive? 
how much time do I have to put into that to make the income that I need to survive? And then from there, you kind of subdivide out, you know, what else do I love doing? Oh, you know, I love hiking, I love photography, I love, you know, farming, I love dogs, you know, you figure out the things that you love to do and you just try to sprinkle them in there as much as you can. And I've been finding out that doing those little things you love ends up turning into like the best content. That's so true. And I feel like that's when my profile grows the most is when I'm just like doing more stuff and failing more. Like I, I, I remember it was one day on Instagram, I was looking through stories and I saw like four or five people post a meme that was pretty much the same thing saying, uh, nobody ever posts their failures. Don't hit, don't, don't, uh, don't pay too much mind to other people's profiles. Nobody's posting their failures. And I literally was in my mind. I was like, nobody's posting their failures. All right, I guess I'm posting my failures. (laughs) (laughs) And I just started doing it, you know, like, Everything that would just crumble and burn and crash and die, or hey, this happened today, but it's cool. I'm moving on. What's right. what's some good things that have happened to you? You know, like change it completely at the end, because you know that's one of the things that we both do is try to make it interactive in there. Like ask somebody a question at the end or the beginning. Uh, builds up engagement. Yeah, and it's good to be engaged in your community. I've been amongst your friends. I've been crushing Instagram right now. I'm almost up to 2,000 followers. So wow. Almost, I'm at like 1850 right now. So. That's a, I feel like three days ago you were at 16. Yeah. That's incredible. You're doing a lot of following. I'm not unfollowing unless you know you don't follow me back within like two weeks or something like that. Yeah. But and then still just doing the liking and commenting. The following, you know, I had to kind of. Uh, rip my teeth a little bit and let my following number go a tiny bit above my follower number so it's like 200 more because I'm just following people that I feel like okay you're kind of doing something similar to what I'm doing follow you're doing something similar to what I'm doing follow like and, and so now we're engaging when they follow me back I message them and I say hey thanks for following me no ulterior motive to this at all just want to say thanks you know, something like that. And then I'll, yeah. I'll put like a message at the end, you know, after looking at their profile that, you know, might be inspirational. But a few people message me back, like, do I know you? I'm like, not yet. But, Dude, I love that answer. That's <laughs> awesome. Like, definitely following you. Like, blah, blah, blah. Then like, those people become more interactive. So right. that became like a new thing for me is messaging people that follow back that I could tell aren't bots and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's working. That's it's working. A, it's an excellent tip on how to grow your Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) We're always throwing them out there. I love helping people, man. Yeah, it's the the way to go. Um, So do you do, uh, you participate in New Year's resolutions at all? No, I think I'm just going to set goals this year. Mm. Um, I think New Year's resolutions are kind of that, and they stay within the month of January, typically. I'd say at least 90% of people fall off from the New Year's resolution. By February, easily, yeah. easily, especially gym resolutions. You probably know that first thing, <laughs> unfortunately. And you know that's why we created this podcast. Again, we just want to help everybody. Like, don't give up. If it gets hard, that means it's good. That means it's testing you and wants to see if you're really serious about it. And don't quit. See what happens. 
Spend all of 2019 not quitting and not thinking about the negativity and come back to us next year and tell us if it didn't make a huge difference in your life. Because I guarantee you it will. And that's like big term quitting, right? Yeah. Like if you're doing something that like, okay, I really don't see an end game in this. I don't enjoy it. I really don't like this. Quit that and try something else. But yeah. like, don't quit in the long term and go and hide under your blankets. Yeah. And build a, a blanket fort in your room and just cry. Don't do that. Don't feel bad for yourself. Yeah. Don't do it. It's, you're not going to grow. You're going to regress. You're going to end up depressed. The, the thing is with uh, New Year's resolutions, I think they're they're good because it's moving people in the right direction. But like you said, they they fail. What I like to do is, I kind of like every month I'll try to do something. To it's more like self improvement. Yep. Every single month, so there's really no difference from. New Year's resolution than what I've been doing before, very similar to setting goals. But I think New Year's resolution, it's it's a good place to start improving mm -hmm. yourself. You know what? Because it's a it's a line in the sand. So like that was the la last chapter. Last year is behind me. Here we go. Turn a leaf and start improving. So I wonder, like, for New Year's resolutions, if people set like a resolution every month. So, you know, in the beginning of the year, you're like, okay, for January, I want to accomplish this. For February, I want to accomplish this. For March, I want to, you know, and keep moving on. Yeah. Maybe so that it, you know, you turn that resolution into real goals and uh -huh. real things that happen, you know. At, going back to what you said, being all over the place is, is a good thing, you know. Like I think it keeps so. your mind to active. So it's like, okay, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this. And those little things end up leading into what you're supposed to do, and we're both seeing that right now. And Andy's Andy's phone's blowing up. <laughs> I'm a noob. He's a noob. My phone's on airplane mode and recording, so I got the cheat code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I remember, I remember hearing and said, "I want to put it on airplane mode," thinking, "Oh, I'm going to do that too." <laughs> I didn't. It's a uh, no big deal. But it's. It just makes me excited to see what we're gonna do in 2019. I'm so excited, dude. I'm every year, you could say, you could look back at 2018 and say, oh, it was an even year, that's why it was bad. <laughs> but just look at 2019. It's gonna be a good year because it's odd. Yeah, be odd. Be odd, be different, be unique. Yeah. And just crush whatever it is that you wanna do and make your goals attainable, all right? So if you're trying to lose weight, don't say, okay, I'm gonna lose 20 pounds this month. That's hard, right? It's hard when you do specific numbers for things. You know, like people like, I, I tell myself I'm gonna be a millionaire by 30. Do I think it's gonna happen? Hell yeah. When I get there and it, if it doesn't happen, I'm gonna be like, okay, let me add in my profile. I'm a millionaire by 35. Like, <laughs> I'm not that bogged down by the number. Uh -huh. You know, it's, it's again, going back to the mindset of things like, I changed my mindset to think like I want to be rich and things are falling in place to make that happen. Because like going back to my why, I don't want to be rich just to be rich. I want to be rich to help everybody. I want to give my friends good paying jobs and my family good paying jobs and benefits and everything and not stress them. Like, you know, a family business, a real family business, you know, changed my whole course of history. I'll, I'll always go back to that why. The thing is, you want to be happy 
Mm. You want to be getting paid to do something that you really love to do. And I think that's at the end of the day, finan financial stability mm -hmm. is really the, the key in life. If you do that, then. Growing up, there was a lot of negativity around money. You know, it was uh, never something that was talked about positively. And that really messed with my brain a lot growing up and becoming an adult, becoming a man, until I realized that it had no power if I just thought about money in a good way. My, some, one of my good friends, Antonio, told me uh, last year, maybe the year before, he just said, Adam, money is energy. I was like, wow, you're right, money is energy. And if you put good energy towards something, you'll get good results. Wow, guess I'll put good energy towards money. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, you know, I used to spend every second of every day stressing about money. Even now, when I'm in stressful money situations, I'm not really stressed about it. It's there, because again, you have to recognize that it's a problem and come up with a solution. But you don't have to live in the problem. All right, again, because that goes back to it's not helping you by just boiling in your sorrow. I, I put out a, uh, a post the other day that said, I'm, I'm okay with talking to you about your problems as long as we can also talk about solutions. Yeah. You know, you have to have those tough conversations with people. You're not going to grow as, as a person. As, you know, if, if you're really good friends with someone and they're doing something that's really hurting them and bringing their life down and you're not telling them, you're not being a good friend, you know, like, or if your family member's doing that, you need to, like, have tough conversations with people because sometimes the self-awareness isn't there and the way to self-awareness is just to kind of, like, let them know. And they're going to be mad at first. They're going to be angry at first because you're, you're, you're doing something that they don't do to themselves, you know. Right. But they're going to grow and, and self-awareness is one of the biggest things I learned in 2018, like, you know, I'm flawed, I'm very flawed, but it's okay to be flawed. It's okay to not be great at things, It's but you have to recognize what you're great at and good at and focus on that instead. That's exactly right. Strengthen your strengths. Yeah. Eventually you'll have time to strengthen your weaknesses if you want to, but if you focus on your strengths, you're going to grow and get stronger. Yeah, know? that's exactly right. So what's, uh, what's your goal for 2019? You mentioned that you wanted to set some I definitely, I want to think about that because yeah. I really want to set some goals, like some very year-long type of goals, um, and we got to kind of discuss what we can discuss until everything's all rolling uh -huh. next week because that's part of the goals, and uh, so that'll definitely be next week's. I think for 2018, you know, one of my biggest goals I accomplished is just staying on my own all year. I've had no boss. It's been extremely hard. Wow. Been yeah. one of the hardest years of my entire life. I've never done so many side jobs in my life and mowed lawns and raked leaves and done anything I can to make money. But I made it. I made it all the way through. I was doing all my bills earlier because uh, last month I fell behind on, on child support because I just didn't have money coming in. And I, you know, I talked to my son's mom and let her know, like, hey, I'm working. I got this. Don't worry. Don't stress. All caught up right now. Good for you. Like literally, I, I got to, I went through all like every week back to January just to make sure I was good, and I, I, I did all the math and had you know child support comes every Friday, one more Friday, and I was like, wow, I did that with no boss. 
Like I, I took care of my kid. I took care of, you know, all my responsibilities. You know, still, still took my wife out, did good things, like helped her. We're about to have a kid. Like we saved up for that. Like all with no boss. That's amazing. What an accomplishment that yeah. is. And next year is going to be. I think next year is the year I'm hitting 100,000 with no boss. That's I think going to be one of my goals is to hit, finally cross that six figure mark. And what better feeling than doing it completely with no boss? <laughs> doing it completely on your own. That's amazing. Yeah, and then you know, I will say you know, I'm so happy to have another kid. It's like it like almost like re refocused me. It's like just extra motivation. You know. Yeah. I have, I have a kid already. And I game. love him to death. It's just like it's different because it's like I'm having a family now. Uh-huh. You know, I have like a full time kid, and now I'm, I'm like, wow, I get to teach her everything, like every day, every day. I like, teach her about this stuff, positive mindsets. And yeah. It's been something I've been thinking are you gonna, about. Are you going to teach her how to like, okay, you want something, you got to go get it. Oh, absolutely. You gotta, this even, is how you make money. Even though I am going to be wealthy, I'm not going to live like it. Like, I honestly, you know, like I buy like $25 jeans and wear them for like five years and like $10 t-shirts and like, I, I'm such a minimalist. That's part of why like I've been able to survive because I stopped buying <laughs> Gucci belts and do religion pants and <laughs> and <laughs> stupid stuff like that when I was broke with no car and no yeah. job. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, I, I want them to understand what hard work is and I want them to earn everything that's ever in their life. So, yeah. Yeah, what a great time. 2019 is going to be special for you. Yeah, I'm excited. I think it's going to be special for both of us. It's going to be a huge year. I think so. Huge year. I think 2020 is going to be like the cap of like where I really want to be. And I think like, um, I think you'll be right there with me, honestly. I think between you and I, we could probably, if we push hard enough, probably make like a quarter quarter million together next year. Maybe. Maybe. My goal, <laughs> my goal is to make 20 grand on my own. So, because that's that's the most. I think the most I've ever made by myself is like uh, maybe seven grand in a year. But that's like seven grand more than I'd ever done before. Yep. So this this year for twenty nineteen, the goal is twenty grand. If I if I do more than that, it's just icing on the muffin. You, know? you definitely got that. We got that all day. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. You know what? That hopefully we're sitting here again because Christmas will be here again before we know it, mm-hmm. and we'll be like, dude, wow. Next year I'll be able to bring a gift to you. Here you go, man. Merry Christmas. Right, we're not. We're not. We can actually afford something. But it's been an honor, my friend. 2019. Likewise. Gonna be amazing. Here we go. And again, thank you all for watching so much. Make sure you subscribe, like our pages, follow us. It's A for Entrepreneurs, everything. You know, we, we really appreciate y'all. And uh, again, huge thank you to Anchor for getting us started on, on our podcast and now sponsoring us. So, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thanks again. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa.